Welcome to Witch and Goddess. I'm your host, Patty Black. I'm a witch, a teacher, and priestess. Goddess devotion is an essential part of my craft, and many goddesses are my cohorts in magic. Each episode, we explore a different goddess, her lore, and how to connect with her energetically and magically. In this episode, I want to dig into some frequent questions about working with goddesses, finding a goddess, etc. These are questions that I have certainly pondered and have heard echoed by many witches and goddess followers. First, some background on my understanding of spirit and different goddesses. Many of us really want to believe or understand divinity, but some of us are so analytical that we just can't turn off the doubt and skepticism. It makes perfect sense. We've been raised in a world that puts all value on the seen, the physical, the tangible, and the reasonable. Spirituality is the opposite. It is usually unseen. It is felt, intuited, rarely tangible. And spirit speaks to us frequently with symbols. I've struggled with wrapping my head around this for years, and there is an idea that helps me grasp the enormity the contradictions of spirit and deity. I'll share this with the reminder to take what serves you. If it helps you process, then great. I believe that we are all one, that we are all energy inhabiting multiple occasionally overlapping planes, vibrating at different rates and with different densities. Energy here on earth is relatively dense. It vibrates at a lower frequency which doesn't automatically mean worse or bad. But it is more dense, heavier, which explains our reliance on and our commitment to the illusion of physicality and permanence. Everything that we experience as humans here on Earth is such dense energy that it's very hard for us to conceive of the realms of higher vibration, where there are no permanent physical forms, where manifestation can happen instantly, because the beings in higher vibrational realms, they're not committed to the idea of real things and permanence. And I think of source, the highest vibration of all, God as some would call it, as an enormous and expansive force that is part of everything and connected to everything. And I believe that source or divinity, like anything that large, has many, many different faces for different purposes and different times. I believe that gods and goddesses, as we know them, show up and interact with humanity as these shifting, but real, faces and personalities of the ultimate source. I see source as a giant faceted gem or a diamond, each facet reflecting a different color, a different reflection based on the light source and its surroundings. This is why humans from different countries, different centuries, different religions can all have such personal, such profound, and such different experiences with different faces of God. God, or source, is so much bigger than any one of our experiences. Our gods and goddesses are real, but our perception and our minds can shape to an extent the way that we perceive them. This could be why we see so many goddesses who, the further you trace them back into history, become different goddesses or are traced back to a single ancient goddess. 
How is she one and the other? How are we experiencing them as separate entities, and yet they may have been the same one at different points in history? Because they are all part of the same source. When you commune with Isis or Hecate, the overarching source of all is present every time. Some people ask, can I just choose a goddess? Absolutely, you could. I will say that I spent many years perusing lists of goddesses, looking for the right combination of correspondences to suit my interests. I wanted a primary goddess who was beautiful and inspiring. There were plenty of options. Of course, I didn't know way back then that I should be trying to nurture something deeper than that. I would pick one, call on her in a spell or working, and get a little more jaded every time I didn't feel an obvious presence or connection. I think part of it was my approach, but I also believe that I wasn't meant to make connections with any of the ones that I felt called to at that time. I was meant to take the detours that I did and struggle. And from this vantage point, I found my goddesses at the perfect time. The goddesses I work with now were waiting for me to be ready. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to wait 12 plus years to experience connection with a goddess. That's not going to necessarily happen for you. Um, That happens to be what was right for me. But many people find a matron or a patron deity or a primary deity uh, much sooner. Also, I think it's important to be open to the fact that the goddess you may need may be the exact opposite of what you want. I need the depth, the readiness to go to dark places, the fearlessness of Akate, but I never sought her out. In fact, I avoided her for a long time, even after she called to me. If you have a goddess in mind that you really want to work with, have an open mind. First, research. What are her legends? What is her background? Is she part of a close tradition that you're not a member of? It's not that you can't work with her, but this can influence the rites that you can practice. And it may take a lot more um, work to learn about her. It may be hard to find that closed information about her. What kind of offerings or scents and symbols can evoke her presence? If you can, I really like to find someone who has an intimate relationship with this this deity and find out how how they experience her. How do they connect with her, what have been their personal experiences with her. You will likely have your own type of relationship with her, but I find it helps to know a little bit about what to expect. If you want to connect more and you want to take those first steps, I would suggest setting a time to try and meet with her in meditation. You may want to set your altar or sacred space with some of her favorite items. Maybe burn incense that she might like relax into a light meditative state or a light trance and call her name. I generally do this in my head, repeating it three times, or I repeat it and chant it like a silent mantra. I know it's hard, but try not to have any specific expectations. All right. Putting that type of pressure on myself usually leaves me disappointed in my whole ritual. So just be aware of any sensations in your body Or are you aware of any thoughts or images in your mind's eye that don't feel like your own? You might see things that seem really un-goddess-like or unmagical, but just observe and try not to judge. 
just see what happens. And when you're finished, write down any images, any phrases, any thoughts as soon as you're done so that you don't forget. It may not seem like anything important at the time. It may seem random and unrelated, but later it could be very meaningful. If you feel that you're making a connection for the first time, you might ask if there are any sensations or symbols that she will use to communicate her presence with you. And just be open and allow an answer to come. Don't push it with this hardcore expectation, right? Now, every goddess is different. Some may not respond at all during your call, um, but they may begin to show you symbols in the days to come or weeks to come. Who knows? Or they might respond in your dreams. This is why it's important to keep a dream journal. Once you begin to sink into connection with a goddess, you likely won't have to do the whole setup when you want to communicate with her. It will become very fluid and natural. That said, not every goddess is going to respond or accept your call. It doesn't mean that you're being rejected. It could just mean that this isn't the right time for you or some other reason or you are intended to work with a different goddess or a different energy at this point in your path. Be open to the fact that not every deity is going to accept you and that is okay, right? In fact, as you move on and you become connected with different ones, you may realize that it was for the best, all right? So how do you know if a goddess is calling you? This really depends on the goddess. If you are repeatedly seeing her symbols, if you feel that your attention is being called uncharacteristically to certain images or words or numbers, then you could do some divination. You could ask your cards, ask your pendulum, um, or just check in with your heart center to see if you feel a yes or a no. Sometimes just reading a book about a deity or even a passage can open up a bit of a channel to them, and they may reach out with curiosity. This does not mean that you have to work with them. Which leads to the question, do I have to accept if a goddess calls me? So it can feel very magical and very um, fated to have to suddenly realize that a deity or a spirit is reaching out and making contact with you. Um, it is a special time. It's very special. But that does not mean that every contact is fated. It doesn't mean that it's in your highest interest to work with every deity, and you are definitely not obligated to work with every deity or to enter a relationship with them. So they're not desperate, and they also tend to be more patient than humans. They've lived for thousands and thousands and thousands of, existed for thousands and thousands and thousands of years um, or longer, you know, and, you know, an eternity really. And so the weeks and months that we are so impatient about are nothing to them. If they don't get to work with you this year or this decade, they can teach you their lessons and show you their magic later, right? So if a deity reaches out to you or calls to you, it also doesn't mean that you are her chosen priestess or that you... Um, or that she's the only deity that you can now work with. Not all deity relationships are exclusive or fated. Just like dating. Sometimes it's a one night stand. Sometimes it's 
a train wreck for three weeks with a potential partner so that you can learn some hardcore lessons. It doesn't mean that your interaction with um, a deity is going to be a train wreck, but some energies are not meant to be in your life forever, right? You may have a finite, distinct lesson that you are supposed to learn with them and then move on to a different deity, right? So... Some people wonder, what if I can't choose a single goddess? There are so many amazing goddesses. And of course, I'm specifically talking about goddesses in this podcast, but there are a lot of other deities and spirits that you can work with. And I do. But we're focusing the energy and of this podcast on goddesses. So that's what I'll be speaking about. But a lot of this stuff applies to any deity, right? So the good news is that you don't have to limit yourself to a single goddess or deity. Many, many people work with a menagerie of spirits that they have collected throughout their lives. Some they worked with in past lives. Some come to them to help them with a certain job or responsibility or phase that they're facing in this life. There may be some goddesses who are jealous out there, but I have yet to meet one. Now, there are some goddesses who are very high maintenance, and the time that you need to devote to offerings, etc., to make them happy may make it hard to develop a relationship with others. So, Morgan Le Fay is my primary goddess, but I have good relationships with others. She really leads me on my path of learning and exploring. She leads my spiritual education and my magical development. And so she sometimes sends me to learn some things from a different goddess in order to achieve a different objective that she has for my path. And then I come back to her. And of course, as my primary deity, I'm always there with her talking to her every day. Um, But I may begin to start devoting more time to studying a different goddess and things like that. So if anything, I still struggle with the human idea of cheating on her whenever I find myself fascinated with another goddess. So there are so many other aspects of goddess work that we could discuss, and I'd love to hear from you. You can leave voice messages with your experiences of the goddesses I have covered or general questions and comments about the intersection of goddess work and witchcraft. It's easy to record a message for me by going to the Witch and Goddess page on Anchor FM. You will see a little plus sign icon with the word message. Let me know at the beginning if you'd like me to include the message in an episode and just click that baby and talk to me. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and share this podcast with fellow magical people. You can directly support this show by visiting the Witch and Goddess page at anchor.fm and clicking that support button. Follow the show on Instagram at Witch and Goddess Pod or find my programs, classes, and groups at blackbirdmagic.com on Facebook at Blackbird Magic, or email me at witchandgoddesspod at gmail.com.